Hey there, Sports History fan. Arnie Chapman here from the Sports History Network. Now, before you jump into this episode, I wanted to share with you an exciting giveaway we have going on with Homefield Apparel. We have a digital $50 gift card to homefieldapparel.com for one lucky fan of the Sports History Network. All you got to do is head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways to sign up. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. LeBron finally did it. Last night, he became the NBA's all-time leading scorer. He did it with about 10 seconds left in the third quarter on a fallaway jump shot from the left elbow. It was incredible as they stopped the game to honor LeBron. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there to present LeBron with the game ball. His family was there, and so were his high school teammates. Several of the old Lakers were there like Magic Johnson and James Worthy. Most of the courtside seats were filled with celebrities who wanted to be part of the moment. The NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, was there to honor LeBron. A record that has stood for nearly 40 years, which Kareem, many people thought would never be broken. LeBron, you are the NBA's all-time scoring leader. Congratulations. This episode is about all of the players who have held this particular record. I have a guy on my list that is not on the NBA's official list. The NBA is looking at who held the record at the conclusion of each season, while I have included a player on here who only held the record for a couple of months in the middle of a season. But however you slice it, this is the list of all of the NBA scoring kings. And this is Basketball History 101. This is Basketball History 101 with Rick Loiza. Welcome back to award-winning Basketball History 101, part of the Sports History Network. I am your host, Rick Loiza, and this is the podcast where we bring to life some of the forgotten stories from basketball history. We are bringing old-school basketball to a new-school audience. And today, we are going to talk about one of those records that many said would never be broken. And of course, we are talking about the breaking of Kareem's all-time NBA regular season scoring record. And I have to be honest, along with a lot of other people, I never thought that this record would ever be broken. When he retired from the late in the spring of 1989, Kareem had 38,387 total regular season points, and I have had that number memorized since I was in high school. That was nearly 7,000 more points than Will Chamberlain, who was still in second place at the time. And I have said this before, I was born and raised in Southern California, and I grew up as a diehard Lakers fan during the Showtime days. Even as a kid, I went to my calculator and quickly figured out that for anyone to break the record, they would have to average 23.4 
four points per game for 20 years. And that figure assumed that the player never misses a game. But of course, a player is going to miss at least a few games here or there due to injury. So taking that in mind, the player would have to average more like 25 points per game in order to break Kareem's record. And they would still have to play for at least 20 seasons. And that seemed impossible because at the time, Kareem was the only player who had ever played for 20 seasons. In fact, at the time, no one else except for Kareem had even played 18 or 19 seasons, let alone 20. As a kid, I just could not see how this could happen. A player would have to be blessed with a very long career, but also that player would have to be relatively healthy. And finally, that player would have to play at an extremely high level for a very long time. Even Kareem only averaged 10 points per game in his final season because he was just old, as he was turning 42 at the very end of that final season. So, I wanted to take the opportunity to go back and talk about every NBA player who could call himself the greatest all-time scorer at some point during his career. As of today, the player at the top of the scoring mountain is LeBron James. And of course, it was Kareem before him who stood on the mountain for 39 years. You might think that over the 77-year history of the NBA, a bunch of guys have been the all-time leading scorer in league history. But including LeBron, it has only been eight players. So, Let's go through them. The first guy on our list is Jumpin' Joe Folks from the Philadelphia Warriors. He was part of the NBA during the very first season back in 1946-47. He finished that first season as the leading scorer in the league, making him, by default, the all-time leading scorer in league history. He scored 1,389 points in that very first season, and that was more than anyone else in the league. And he continued to score well in his second and third seasons in the league. And he stayed on top of scoring mountain. However, in his fourth season, his scoring average dropped from 26 points per game to just 14 points per game, and that opened the door for a new challenger. And that challenger was already in the league. His name was George Mikan from the Minneapolis Lakers. Mikan did not join the league until 1948, which was the league's third season, and Mikan was scoring in bunches. He averaged 28, 27, and 28 points per game during his first three seasons in the NBA, respectively. He was climbing that mountain quickly. In 1951, Mikan caught up and passed Joe Folks while Folks was still playing in the league. Mikan just zoomed past him and became the NBA's new scoring king. By the time that Mikan retired, he had scored 10,156 career points. He was the first player ever to score 10,000, and that was an enormous milestone in his day. Even back in 1951, many NBA fans thought that Mikan's record would never be broken. Well, as of 2023, there have been over 382 players who have scored 10,000 points or more in their career. Scoring 10,000 points today just means that you had a solid career. By no means would it put you in the All-Star Game or the Hall of Fame. There are simply too many players who have done it at this point, but that does not take anything away from George Mikan who did it first. And Mikan held on to that record for six years. Because in 1957, a player by the name of Easy Ed McCauley took over the record from the retired George Mikan. McCauley was able to surpass Mikan at the end of his own career when McCauley's scoring average had dropped to below 10 points per game. And it was kind of a race because Dolph Shays from the Syracuse Nationals was still in his prime and right behind McCauley. In fact, 
Macaulay only held the record for a couple of months. No sooner had he broken the record in 1957 that Dolph Shays zoomed past him during the same season. In the end, Dolph Shays retired with 18,438 points for his career, and he would hold the record for six seasons before it was broken again. Now, this is a good place to take a break, and I'll be right back with the name of the player who broke Dolph Shays' record in 1963. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. At the Sports History Network, we're all about sports yesteryear, and so we're so pleased to introduce you to Row One, an online memorabilia gallery and shop that brings your sports history to life anywhere. The Row One gallery includes over 5,200 gorgeously reproduced prints of team posters, game program covers, game tickets, advertisements, and more in baseball, pro and college football, pro and college basketball, and more. And any gallery item may be printed in a variety of sizes on wood, metal, canvas, acrylic, or poster paper. And in Row One Shop, check out the thousands more of unique Unique items with a retro and historical designs dating back to 1876, including t-shirts, long-sleeve shirts, phone cases, mugs, blankets, pillows, towels, and even shower curtains. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com, R-O-W number one, for access to the full Row 1 catalog and for gallery prints and gift items, plus get a 15% discount off all prints on the Row 1 Pictorum Gallery with coupon code SHN15. Follow the link on the show notes. Hi, everybody. Dan and Andrew from Hello Old Sports here. We wanted to drop in and let you know about our latest episode. That's right. We interviewed the co-authors of Phyllis George, Shattering the Ceiling, a biography of groundbreaking broadcaster Phyllis George. And her life is really sort of a journey through 20th century America, from Miss America pageants to the Kentucky State House to the groundbreaking NFL Today show on CBS, even the Kentucky Colonels, the old ABA. We got into all sorts of stories about the Celtics under Red Auerbach, about the interview with Roger Staubach, about really all sorts of things, a fight between Brent Musburger and Jimmy the Greek. We really enjoyed talking with Lenny Shulman and Paul Volponi, who teamed up to write this book. The book is on sale right now wherever books are sold, you know, within reason, garage sales, probably not. So go (laughs) ahead and pick up a copy today. And if you want a chance to win the book, you can go to sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways and register for a chance to win. Goodbye, old sports. Welcome back to the show, and let us continue with the story of each player that held the title of NBA All-Time Scoring Leader. Now, just to recap, we started with Joe Folks in 1947. The record was then broken by George Mikan in 1951, then Easy Ed McCauley in 1957, and Dolph Shays, also in 1957. The next time that the record was broken was in 1963, when Dolph Shays was still playing in the league. He was getting toward the end of his career, and his scoring average had dropped to below 10 points per game. So, while he was still playing in the league, his record was broken by Bob Pettit from the St. Louis Hawks. Pettit sprinted past Shays and then became the first player in league history to score 20,000 points. Now, unlike when Mikan scored 10,000, most NBA fans had a good feeling that Pettit's record of 20,000 would definitely be broken. And the reason that they thought that was because Wilt Chamberlain of the Philadelphia Warriors. At the time that Pettit broke 20,000 points, Chamberlain had already scored 13,000 points and Chamberlain was only in his fourth 
season in the NBA. Chamberlain was still only 26 years old and had a lot of basketball still in front of him. So it was nice that Pettit had the record, but everyone knew that if Wilt stayed healthy, he would obliterate the record. And that is exactly what he did. In 1966, Chamberlain caught up and passed Pettit's record and pushed the record beyond what anyone thought possible. When Chamberlain played his last game in 1973, he had scored 31,419 points. Again, he pushed the record so far out that nobody thought it could ever be broken. Scoring 31,000 points was beyond imaginable. Even today, in 2023, a full 50 years later, only seven players in history have scored over 30,000 points. In reverse order, it's Chamberlain, Dirk Nowitzki, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Karl Malone, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and also LeBron James. But Wilt held on to the record for quite a while. It took 16 years before Wilt's record was broken, and it was broken by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar from the LA Lakers. He broke it while playing against the Utah Jazz on a neutral court in Las Vegas. Everyone knew that Kareem was only a few points away from the record, and Magic Johnson had told the rest of the Lakers that he wanted the assist when Kareem broke the record. Nobody else could pass it to Kareem, only Magic. When Kareem was just one basket away from breaking the record, the Lakers were only going to call one play, and they would keep calling it until Kareem got the record. Here is how it went down. Magic found himself trapped at the left elbow, so he passed the ball to Bob McAdoo, who knew to pass the ball right back to Magic. Magic then raised a number one with his right hand signaling for Kareem to get into the post, just like they had done thousands of times before. Kareem posted up on the right block with 7'4 Mark Eaton defending him. Kareem received the ball for Magic, he faked left, and then the Jazz came with a double team. After coming back to his right, Kareem decided to go back to his left again and away from the double team. But this time, he went left for real. He shot his patented sky hook with his right hand and dropped it in for a new scoring record, and Magic was the first to give him a bear hug. The referees stopped the game as they had planned. Byron Scott, James Worthy, and Bob McAdoo, who were all on the court, came over to congratulate Kareem on breaking the record. Kareem's parents were there and came out of the stands onto the court to congratulate their son. After a short break, they continued the game, and even after breaking that record, Kareem played for another five seasons, and he pushed the record all the way to 38,387 points. Now, this time, everyone thought, including me, that the record would never be broken again. It was just too many points over too many seasons for his record to be taken. Like I said at the top, in order to break the record, a player has to average 24.3 points per game for 20 seasons in a row without missing a single game. Also, most players who make it to season 20 of their careers are averaging single digits because they're old. Vince Carter averaged only 5 points per game during his 20th season. Kevin Garnett averaged 7 points during his 20th season. Kevin Willis and Robert Parrish were only averaging 3 points in their 20th seasons. Jamal Crawford averaged 5, Nowitzki averaged 12, and Kobe Bryant averaged 17 during that 20th season. That is about as good as it gets for someone in their 20th year of NBA basketball. As of the recording of this episode, LeBron is averaging 30 points per game in his 20th season. No other player has ever even come close to anything like this. His career average is still 27.2 points per game, which it has to be in order to overcome all the games that he has missed over his career. LeBron is now the 8th player who can call himself the NBA's all-time scoring leader in league history. 
Of course, he talks about sticking around long enough to play with his son Bronny, and maybe he gets there and maybe he doesn't, but it seems that he's going to stick around for at least two more years, which would give him the chance to put the record so far out that people, again, are going to say that the record can't be broken. If LeBron does play for another two seasons, he could easily surpass 40,000 career points, which would be an incredible accomplishment. If someone ever comes along to break LeBron's record, it could be someone that's not even born yet. I mean, think about it. When Kareem broke the record on April 5th, 1984, LeBron was not born yet. He would not be born for another eight months. So it is feasible to think that whoever breaks LeBron's record is not born yet. Or if they are born, they are probably still a little kid living in Slovenia or Nigeria or Chicago or Philadelphia. I mean, who knows? But it will likely be a while before we see it broken again. It has taken 77 years of NBA basketball for anyone to score this many points. Nearly 5,000 players have played in the NBA, and only LeBron has scored this many. Now, I know that people have a lot of different feelings about LeBron James. I am on social media, and I see what people say about him, both positive and negative. And all I will say is this. Nobody breaks this record by accident. It requires a player to score at an extremely high level for a very long time. And I think everybody should at least give him that credit. Now, before we end this episode, I do want to take another moment to pay tribute and to honor all the players who have once held this record. Jumpin' Joe Folks, George Mikan, Easy Ed McCauley, Dolph Shays, Bob Pettit, Wilt Chamberlain, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Every one of these players is now in the Hall of Fame, and deservingly so. They were the best of their respective eras, and no doubt the LeBron will join them someday in the Hall of Fame. Well, that's it for today. Join us next time on Basketball History 101, part of the Sports History Network, the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com to find out more about this and other sports history podcasts. If you like what you hear, please hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And check out our page on Facebook. It's called Basketball History 101 Podcast. There you will find shorter historical posts as well as comments and discussion starters on today's game. I'll also announce there when new episodes come out. I want to thank my producer and editor Jacob Loiza. Join us each week as we continue to mine the history of basketball for more great stories from the past. Take care and see you soon. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, aka the football history dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. This is Mark Mortier, and if you're a sports history fan like me, tune in and hear me talk about some great sports moments of the past. Growing up during the 1970s, I got to watch some of the most iconic moments in sports history. Hank Aaron breaking Babe Ruth's home run record. Willis Reed limping out of the locker room in Game 7 of the NBA Finals at Madison Square Garden as the fans erupted with a thunderous ovation. The 1980 Miracle on Ice as Team USA defeated the powerful Soviet Union in the Olympics. Listen every Tuesday on Yesterday Sports. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to 
sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.